Again, yeah, we've got uh, Lucas, Evening. Lockie, myself. <laughs> I don't know why we do intros because they're fucking brilliant, mate. Like this one, <laughs> and why don't you crack on with the idiot? Yeah, good idea. First idiom the last straw. Ah, the last straw. <laughs> oh, god, <laughs> you're unbelievable. We're coming to parody of ourselves very quickly. What do um, what do we make of the last straw? It's, it's the final um, kind of tolerance point, tipping point reached, isn't it? So you, you've done something, or you've said something, or something has occurred, and that's it. That was your last chance. Put you over the edge. That was yeah. it. Okay. Was the straw that broke the camel's back. It's another way of. Yeah, I guess saying it, isn't it? So straws. Is that the saying? Though the straw that broke the cam- camel's back. Yeah, yeah, the last straw broke yeah. the camel's back. Yeah, so I reckon, I reckon it's the same. That same bit of straw. Okay. Did that? Bloody hell! It's up to no good. Um, we straws are like a dollar for like a hundred shitloads of them. I don't know why anyone's running out of straws. Oh, so oh, you're, you're thinking, thinking of drinking straw? straw. I'm I thinking like of straw, like a the, straw hat, sort of something you'd yeah, stick out of your I mean, mouth if you. Why is it a bit of dry grass? <laughs> like, yeah. I guess that does make more sense why it's on a camel. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I had drinking straws in mind for some reason. Maca straws. They always seem seem to be gone, disappeared, running out of them constantly. It is. So you notice that because at what other point are you looking for a straw? Like. If someone gives me a straw in my, you know, scotch and soda at the bar, I take it straight, straight out. out yeah, throw I do that as well. What do, you, <laughs> so, what do you do? Do you just leave it on the, yeah. on the bench? I always feel a bit guilty because I always get, yeah, your little it. straw. They put it in the bin, don't they? Yeah. Well, I just sort of... Those little cocktail straws, those little black cocktail straws. No, I just drop them on the ground. Why is that a must? Is it? I mean, it's quite clear that, you know, in this day and age, you know, anyone could order any drink. Just because I've ordered a vodka lime and soda doesn't mean I want a straw with it. <laughs> you know, they'd never pop a little straw in a schooner for you. I'm a, I'm a bloke. They should just... Why they should ask... Why are you ordering girly straw. drinks then? Well... Why do only they... girls deserve straws? What are you saying, man? And why is... Why is... Uh, I still... Why is uh, vodka lime and soda a girly oh, drink? It's a delicious drink. But I still remember uh, in year eight, um, PDHP, when the boys and the girls got split up and we did like sex, sex education, very vividly being told that straws were for women. And Hang that, on a minute, how did that come up in sex education? <laughs> talking about like uh, gender stereotypes and stuff like that. Oh, and things that like, you know. Were they the encouraging hand, the you te- to, to use the gender teacher stereotypes? At, the teacher looked at you guys and said, guys, when the time comes and you're out at a pub, straws are for girls. That, is, <laughs> that explains a that, lot. That I'm is not, one hell of a lesson. No, not... Okay. That makes for a better story. Like if my PE teacher was forcing the idea of no straws to be a man but no it was just more just talking about um you know different things that are acceptable for some genders and not for others and i still remember straws being brought up like as in like men don't drink from straws what else what were the other things that sort of define men and women it's just a straw. Just straw. It was just a straw yeah. thing that stuck with me I, it's just weird to <laughs> well, me that that's the one man. thing he's defined as a difference between men and women Let's let's steer it back onto the uh, <laughs> the idiot. We're going down a, a weird path here. Yeah. Uh, 
When was the last time you guys broke a straw or had a straw broken? Well, the straw breaks you. Not you don't break. Yeah, the straw. breaking straw. Yeah, I got that wrong. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time you used or heard that phrase? Well, I can't think of any a specific time, but it's in my vocabulary. Yes, I mean something, that's, something that's known. I think but it's not always used. used but you out of exaggeration, you, you use often, it as after the fact. Yeah, like, mate, that was the last straw when that happened. But really, at the time, I didn't say this. That's the last straw. It's it's got to be a build up in, in a specific environment um, relative to one thing. I think. No, I reckon it's not. I reckon it's the other way around. I think the last straw is probably irrelevant to everything. All the other metaphorical straws that are, are put there. So it could be like the slightest thing. So it could be, you know, you go into an ATM machine and it, it doesn't give you your cash, but you haven't been failing in ATM machines the whole day. You've probably, you know, been in a car accident. Um, you know, the, the boss has called you up. You've got to go in early the next day like it could be like a whole kind of series of things that's built up and the last straw would be that one little in- insignificant thing that's not related to anything else and that's what that's what gets you yeah but that's not you're not angry at any one person you're just very frustrated with the way your day's gone just angry at the world angry at the world like, and what are you going to do you're just going to stand there and scream at the ATM are you going to walk into the bank and go off yeah well, go off on, well sometimes it helps well screaming at the ATM yeah, well, I, I've never re- never screened an ATM, but like, yeah, I don't do you have to scream at the ATM. I'm not going to be against You have to actually say anything with the last straw. This is the thing. It's, See, it's it's said after the fact. You don't have to for the, the last straw to exist. Someone doesn't need to actually say this is the last straw. <laughs> Turn around, tell everyone the truth. This is the last straw. I've been in a car accident. <laughs> My boss has called me up. I've got to be in early tomorrow. And now I've just to try to get sixty bucks out, and it's saying it's out of cash. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the last straw. The worst place you hear it is in a bad TV show or movie when someone would be at the ATM, their cash doesn't come in like, oh, this is the last straw and they storm off. In, a, in, an, really, old, that's in an old like, Western or something. Yeah. This is the last straw. Yeah. <laughs> but really, that's subtext. That's like, you know, that's in the script somewhere. It was the last straw for Harry as he tried to get money out of the ATM. It's not in the dialogue. No one's saying it. shouldn't that. be in the dialogue. But like... 101. Like how you made a Western that involves ATM machines. Well, no, he took it to a... I can't, yeah. He <laughs> never, well... It's a weird no, no, it was the bank. Very, it was the bank. Well, it's a modern Western. Let's just brainstorm this. What, what I want to say is, are you okay with someone? Okay, if because now we're getting somewhere. That idea of someone just screaming at an ATM because they're frustrated and they've had a rough day. Are you fine with that? Because I'm not fine with that. Because it's not going to fix the problem, and it makes people around them feel uncomfortable. Do you reckon that person feels better though? I don't, th- I don't think so. Each to their own. How can they possibly feel better? The situation's not fixed. Yeah, if you start becoming comfortable. Uh, <laughs> reacting that way you're probably going to do it a lot more well that's the thing it's like so what do you do when it, whenever something goes wrong you just start screaming yeah, yeah, I, society. I, I, yeah I get what you're saying like it's, it's probably something it's probably not an action that should be um, encouraged but everyone has their own way to react to things and sometimes shit just helps like someone cuts me off like just scream yeah well, you know, there's always something worse get out of the car with my golf club Okay, or you're so just going to let me scream. Yeah, so usually I do. So you pull up the lights and just do you give him abuse? Or the you old just scream? Rage out and just, no. Yeah, Wait, no. You, but, said you get on the horn? Me? Actually, I'm... Nah, I'm just... Can't be getting on the horn, mate. That's I keep like, using examples that I've actually never done in my life. Hello. Um, I've got a fan idiom. So how do we say it? We say fidium. 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 And this one's coming from the one and only Jimmy. 
He's getting involved. He wants us to do jumping on the bandwagon. Jumping on the bandwagon. Oh, it's yeah. I refer it straight away to um. Gets sport, a lot of use. Sports. Fake, yeah. fake sports fans. Fair with it. Sports fans. Yeah. Um, and from the area I grew up, whenever Parramatta Eels started going good, yeah, everyone came out of the closet. Everyone's a para fan, and you still see it. Like it's even worse now because there's people I don't even speak to anymore. But I've still got them on Facebook, and I, I don't follow rugby league anymore. But I can tell you when Paras won because my feed is flooded. Yeah, with uh, yeah, para references. But yeah, that's people jumping on the bandwagon when they're winning. Do you think that's an Australian thing? Jumping on the bandwagon. Do you think that when it comes to sports, because I've got a theory about this, I think in this country we're blessed to have so many options when it comes to sport and how to spend our spare time that people don't have to be diehards because they've got a range of options. They only become passionate fans when things are going well. They don't need to be there in the hard times because they've got other things to do. Whereas if you're an Englishman in the north of England, on a, you know, and no disrespect to the place, but I mean, football and sport... It's a, it's it's you're not going to go to the beach, are you? So they're a little bit more invested in their teams, regardless of how they're performing. Yeah, I think you could be onto something there. How did it come about? Do you think jumping on the bandwagon was uh, that you know when people were going to market and they had a wagon on the back and people tried to jump on or when it was a cheap ride, cheap ride or it was got something to do with uh, an actual band. Like all of a sudden they're like, this band's cool, and they're in a wagon. Or a, but, or uh, a bus. Maybe, I think maybe the was the band <laughs> I'm really so, oh, this is very early rock band in a in a wagon. Yeah, yeah. Think of like think of the Stones back the in like nineteen twenty. <laughs> the Stones got a, started out in the early sixties. They haven't got a tour bus. They got a tour bus. Bloody hell, Keith Richards is old. <laughs> I mean, nineteen twenty. Good group. Okay, so they're on a wagon. No, and they're tour wagon. On. So these are like old school, old school rockers, you know, groupies. Like they're a, jumping on the band. Who was like, on from the twenties? Tour bus. Oh, so you think it's a like a rock band wagon? Yeah, yeah. But I know, I know the Stones are from the twenties, by the way. But I was like trying yeah. to put in, yeah, just have to make that clear. I was thinking oh, there was more like a bunch of wagons going somewhere, and the bands, you know, like like a band or like a like band is like the cloak, like the group term, like like a. God. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, doesn't it? The band's a group, or a murder of crows, like a band of wagons. Is what you're saying? If there's a big, if there's a convoy of wagons right going, convoy somewhere, is the bandwagon the good I'm, one or I'm, the bad one? Fuck me, I'm wrong. Is the bandwagon at the front of the convoy or is it the back of the convoy? Because you're jumping on the bandwagon. Well, I mean, my instincts is at the back. So the the bandwagon's already left. You know, it's going somewhere, and, and you 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 run and jump on. I never ah so it's the last one because you got on the you got on the convoy at the end yeah because mm. because it's already going and that's it's going to where it wants it's going yeah. to the good thing or whatever and you and you see it going and that's when you jump on yeah but I I, but I, I, like I mean I, yeah you what? know it's it's that thing of um I'm comparing it to you know when the big um cargo train comes past and there's that one one carriage with the door open <laughs> and someone jumps on it. Oh, you're talking about in the movies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they go, okay, I'm going wherever this goes. They get just that free ride. Yeah, the whole thing. The bandwagon, yeah, it's a similar thing with the bandwagon. Someone's just like, the bandwagon's going past and someone just jumps on it for the free ride. But is if there's a bunch of, if it's a convoy of wagons, is the bandwagon, like you're, I think what you're saying makes sense, that it's the last one in that convoy and yeah. you're just getting on at the end. Yeah, without a doubt. I because st- it's going somewhere. I still don't think as a As a team who starts to win is, yeah, yeah. they're going still, somewhere. Still can't get past. Sport for me, bandwagons, 
So but, but I'm really. Happen. It can happen with anything, Matt. Everyone's it. With music, you know. Any, any, well, what's the difference between a celebrity? What's the difference between jumping on a bandwagon and jumping on the latest trend? Because I think, I think it's the think same thing. It's used in that context. It, yeah, I guess it's similar, but like, let's say it depends on the emotional investment and the enthusiasm. Someone does something. So, okay, uh, Cronulla Sharks. I'm a fan. Not a diehard fan, but you know, if they start winning, you know, I, I start watching the games. I think if I'm jumping on the bandwagon, so if it's I'm watching between, the games. I'm wearing the jersey. I'm down at the. I'm down at the pub. I'm, you know, so it's difference. Bandwagon. Difference between active and inactive. Yeah. So, Casual interest to yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah system. if you're going to the the extremes or to hmm. the level that is expected yeah or if all of a sudden you look like like the most fanatical sharks fan in the history of the world when two weeks ago you weren't even watching the games sure so the difference between jumping on the bandwagon and supporting it let's keep it in the sport context supporting a team they don't really know is apart from active and inactive it's also your reasoning behind it. So if you, if you, on a deeper level. Okay, so there's layers to the bandwagon. There's, la- there's layers, there's layers. All right, here we go. Uh, give us a little, little stinger. <laughs> Finiums! All right, this, uh, this fan idiom comes from Mr. Warren Powell from Erskineville. What's up? What's up? What a man. Um, yeah, he said this one recently, which I had no idea what he's on about. Uh, teaching grandma to suck eggs. So put it in context. Basically you say it when <laughs> it's, it's like teaching someone something they're already an expert at. So in this context, grandma's pretty good at sucking eggs. So you're not teaching her to suck eggs. Is this a lost skill? A lost craft? Cause I don't. What, I've egg never, sucking? I've never heard... What is? What are you eggs like? Well, that's not, you're not eating the egg. It's obviously some sort of preparation. Because what, like, well, maybe you, maybe it is eating the eggs. What sort of is but it? You it don't a hard, suck an egg. A hard boiled egg, or is it a scrambled egg, or is she just sucking up a fried egg, or is the egg raw and she's sucking it out of the? Well, you could suck up a raw egg, definitely. Yeah, but it's why? Why <laughs> is grandma sucking it? That's the question I asked when this was said. Why? Is it, it's got to be... Don't get defensive. Better. People do weird shit all the time, mate. Like, no, but this must have... It's not weird. It must have been pretty commonplace back then for it to be to become a line. Mm. Idiom. What is something you, Reese, would say to Lockie? Where, where would you use that in um, reference to Lockie? What can't we teach Lockie to do? Because he already knows not it. Not much. Because he's a, already the master of... Yeah, look at him. He's a perfect specimen. Yeah, exactly. Life. Just reckon... There's nothing. <laughs> Tricky. Yeah, um, hang on. Put me on the spot now. I have to compliment you and then break you down the same. No, you probably do in one go. You just could have. What? So what? I, what you wouldn't bother telling me. You wouldn't bother teaching me because I already know how to do it. Um, small talk. So you think I'm good at small talk? Yeah, I've always admired admired that in you. Like especially in the office environment, you can speak to anyone. Um, well, thank you, Ruth. Oh, sorry, that's why I got you on the podcast, mate. Um, I'll give you a check later. Oh, it's it's pretty simple. I don't see that as I'd like to think I'm good at a few other things as well. Yeah, no, you definitely are. But if you put me on the spot, I'm going to give you an on the spot answer. So what else am I really good at, mate? This is not a <laughs> this is not a, <laughs> a compliment. Come on, come on. We get, this can be a bit longer. This one. Well, I've said mine. What, <laughs> Lucas? What's Loggy good at? What? Come on, be honest. <sighs> Acting, writing, being an absolute god, drinking. 
you're very committed to things. Yeah, once you, you're a loyal bloke, but, uh, but like all these things. Loyal are, bugger. Yeah. Once you set your mind to something, you're you know you're plowing through. You're making sure it gets done. You're it happens. Determined. You will commit to writing. Like if you want to, if you say you're writing a script, you will write that script, and you'll probably dedicate a good portion every week without fail. So commitment done. Commitment. You're good at commitment. But this, I, is, I wouldn't put that down. I just put that down as you know decent organisation. But I all right, appreciate you're right. it. No, you're right. You're, you're rubbish. I don't know. You're right. Right. Thank I you. I don't know why we're sitting here. Yeah. Actually, actually, all right, no, we were this. people in the Let's do something with yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my boss gave me a comment. It's all calm, mate. People will treat you like shit, mate. isn't it? Um, nah, we're over you. I think we're in agreement that it's about that yeah funny. giving advice when advice is not needed. Yeah. Or, or exactly. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's that's Captain Obvious kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm fascinated about how it came about because I suck eggs. You don't. Was that how? I'm thinking maybe. you when they used to boil eggs, is was that something to get the shell off? Um, <laughs> They're sucking the shell off. Well, potentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, grandma might not have any teeth. That's why she's good at sucking eggs. Well, that's what I would get from it. You bring up a good point. Um, so me, you know, teaching grandma to suck eggs. When when I first heard that, I was thinking, well, actually, I wasn't thinking too much. I went literal eating, and then eating stemmed to sucking, which was like, oh, they must not have any teeth. Grandma, old, no teeth. So it's kind of like teaching an old dog new tricks. Because she used to be able to chew eggs, but now she has to suck eggs because she lost her teeth. But that's relying on the fact that she's lost her teeth. Not all... Uh, does every granny have fake teeth? But the old dog new tricks thing is about not being able to... And quite frankly, you should never refer to your nana as an old dog. That was, one, that was my analysis. Fucking get your own yeah. analysis, alright? I didn't but, break down yours. Actually, I did. You can't suck no. shell off an egg, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what's that about? I'll take you to the wall. <laughs> suck, well, suck eggs is like a real immature thing that you say as a kid. When Suck eggs. That's it, old school. Yeah, it's old yeah. school. Yeah, so that's... Yeah. Is there a reference to that as well? Could be. It's funny. A lot of those old sayings reference eggs. Yeah. What about that um, um, last one ends a rotten egg? Yeah. You know, suck eggs. Don't, teach your, don't tell your mum to suck eggs or whatever it's called. Exactly. What's eggs? Well, they were st- I mean, I think they've always been a pretty consistent part of staple West, of a diet. Know, diet. So, anyway. So we're at a loss. We don't know. I'm not done here. Hang on. <laughs> oh, here we go. Cool. I think this one's cracked, mate. No like pun intended. <laughs> that was excellent. If you, if, you, if you can scream or something, get it out. You've got to be yeah. joking. He, 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 he poached yeah. all my good ones. <laughs> now, this is about to boil over. We've got to end all it. Right. We've got to end it. Come on. Oh, I'm, absolutely, I'm absolutely fried, I've got to say. I can see I'm the butt of the yolk here. <laughs> Next one. Drop of the hat. Take one, man. You're just ready to pass the buck at the drop of the hat, aren't you? Hey, yeah. Pass the bucks next week. Yeah, I reckon. Jot that down. That's a good one. Yeah. Drop of the hat. What do we know about it? Well, it's swift swiftness, right? Do something right away. Drop everything. Get it done. Everything or everything? Well, I think... Everything. I'd probably get a lot of shit wrong. Don't worry about it. 
Need all a uh, grammar and punctuation course. No, nah, don't be too hard on yourself, mate. It's all right, right, I won't. Uh, let's continue then. Thanks mm. for bringing that up. And I mean, I I just associate it with d- turning something around quickly. So oh. it doesn't matter what it is. Could be in the workplace. Could be in real life. But you just got to do something quickly. And it's in the amount of time that if you you've literally dropped your hat to the ground. Yeah. Well, that's it. It's it's a real cartoon kind of um, drives ran off so fast, and all you see left is the hat kind of spinning on the ground do you think that's where it comes from cartoons yeah maybe i don't know well who else is dropping a hat yeah, who else like yeah because a, but- a hat drops pretty quickly a magician might drop a hat oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's i don't think it's rooted in magic i think it's got something to do with um could it could have something to do with theft like so if you know back in the day streets crowded streets of london pickpockets you know nick your watch you oh, d- a diversion yeah before you before your hat's been knocked off your head or something like that uh, um oh yeah they, they knock your hat off and as you're bending down to get it yeah taking your wallet to drop the hat taking it you know, very quick turnaround it might be a bit of a stretch but i wouldn't be surprised if it's got its roots in something like that you know i like it uh about you know the ward the cowboys wore hats yeah Similar thing when they get potentially it could it be when they you know sort of high noon they have their um, you know they walk out with the pistols and do their ten paces and they turn around you get shot your hat falls off your head hit the ground hit the ground drop of a hat potentially both good you know (laughs) they're both good because you said them yeah it's usually (laughs) the case just complimenting (laughs) anyway. But well, what do you boys think? Could that be it? No, well, I like them. It's better than my cartoon thing. I like the cow, the cartoon thing as well. But I think the cartoon thing could have merit as well. Yeah. When was the um, last time? I'm a bit just... self-conscious now. Why? I don't know. It's this stellar time drinking make me sad. Uh, a little plug. Yeah. They're not paying us yet, mate. Don't. You know. well, they will. Media buys. You drank something and you got sad. Like that's not really. <laughs> I'm not going to rush out and buy that. Yeah, true. Media buyers will be queuing up in a couple of weeks, boys. We don't they, just wanna... need, they just need to hear my voice. We don't want to give away free inventory. All right, so back onto the idiom. Let's bring this home. Um, has there been a time recently when you guys have had to turn something around or do something at the drop of a hat? Every day at work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, Brief. The, and as soon as an email comes in, the subject line should be, do this at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Because... I love that when you get emails and you know the emails are sort of so friendly and... Real sorry for the quick turnaround. You can just tell that they don't give a shit. Yeah. It's like, all right. Do it, bitch. Thanks in advance. Basically. Otherwise, you won't get paid and you'll be living on the street. Yeah. Um, But it's the world we live in, isn't it? Yeah, work's common one every day. But um, outside of work, friends in need. Okay, yeah. 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 Um, Can you come pick me up from this place or... I don't know. <laughs> Locks my keys out of the car. Drop a hat. Go get him. Yeah. Good bloke. I try to be. I'm trying to think. Last thing I did at the drop of a hat. Something impulsive. Um, booked a trip. See, I'm a pretty. I always need a plan. You know, after I don't do things spontaneously. We got a. We got friends of ours who are just a really good couple, but. You know, they're really good at just booking domestic holidays just when they've got a bit of time off, you know, so they'll pop out to Uluru or they'll go to the 
Great Barrier Reef, you know, sort of two days' notice, you know. I've got to be honest, part of me envies them, you know, because, you know, to plan a holiday, especially one where you have to get on a plane, I need about six months' notice, you know. Yeah, probably, yeah, I'm on your side of that. So you're not doing many things that didn't draw back. No, no, I'm a, I'm a pretty rigid bloke. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. <laughs> you guys going to talk? You guys going to talk? Holy shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologise. I don't know who I'm sitting with. It's, it's, it really is like, we were talking about Space Jam earlier. It's like um, the aliens have come down and sucked out their uh, podcasting uh, talent. And now, now I'm left with like the version of Charles Barkley that gets hit in the head with a basketball. <laughs> You're not Lucas Scott. You're just a wannabe that sounds like him. Uh, and the same goes for Reese. So basketball, Jones. I've got to say, what I'll, I'll take over this thing now. I'm just going to go solo. Um, we've had a long day. Uh, the boys have done well, but I think it's prime possum time, and we'll wrap it up. Uh, yeah. In summary, drop of a hat, quick turnaround. We're not entirely sure of its uh, of its origins. I'm going to take a punt and say it's got something to do with um, pick a po- uh, pickpockets back in London a couple hundred years ago, or um, cowboys at high noon shooting each other. You've um, out. You've you've taken over this podcast. The drop of a hat. Well, I had to. I had to. I had to make an executive decision and say what it was going <laughs> going to hell. Hell in a handbasket. That's next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Fact check. Fact check. The last straw. The last straw can be found from... Oh, fuck. Just keep going. <laughs> All right. The last straw is used to describe the last of a series of undesirable or unpleasant <coughs> events. Fuck it. You're right, mate. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Keep going. Show goes on. The last straw, derived from... Oh, fuck. Hang on. I think there's something wrong with you. <laughs> Oh, mate, it's going to be Saturday. Let's go. Three. The last straw is used to describe the last of a series of undesirable, unpleasant events that makes you come to the realisation that you can no longer accept a situation that has been worsening for a while. The origin of the idiom, the last straw, can be found in the Old English proverb, it is the last straw that breaks the camel's back. It was first seen around 1755 in different forms where other animals are occasionally described, such as a horse or an elephant. Teaching grandmother to suck eggs is an English language saying meaning that a person is giving advice to someone else about a subject of which they are already familiar, and probably more so than the first person. Egg sucking removed the egg contents while preserving the shell intact. A small hole was made in each end of the egg, and the contents sucked out. The shell could then be painted or otherwise used for decorative purposes without it becoming rotten and smelling bad. Ah, there you go. Drop of the hat. Many dictionaries merely say that to do something at the drop of a hat is to do it at once, without any noticeable delay. It may have an Irish origin, based on something like, he's ready to fight at the drop of a hat, which in turn may be followed by, roll up your sleeves or take off your coat, i.e. items of clothing that are involved in the start of fights. To jump on the bandwagon. For those not familiar, when you jump on the bandwagon, it means you begin supporting a hobby, idea, person, etc. after it has become successful or popular. The word bandwagon is the rather unimaginative name for a wagon that carried a circus band. It first appeared in print in the equally unimaginative... <laughs> I'm not even going to bother saying that word. Titled book, The Life of P.T. Barnum, written by himself, which was published in 18, 1855. Sorry, P.T. Barnum is the famous circus owner and showman, uh, Peter T. Barnum. Back then, 
Circuses were known for their showy parades through town before they set up. These parades attracted villagers' attention and acted as an easy marketing ploy to get people to go to the circus. Bandwagons were part of those parades. Bright and ornamental, they were impossible to miss. Toward, towards the end of the 1800s, people had caught on to the fact that bandwagons snared an audience's attention. Politicians started to use bandwagons in parades through towns or on their campaign trails. It's believed that Dan Rice, a famous circus clown, was the first to rent out his bandwagon to a political campaign. You, you guys have all heard of Dan Rice, haven't you? Um, as, a campaign, as a campaign became more and more successful, other people, politicians, sought to rent seats on the bandwagon and ride it through town. In doing so, they received face time with the public and believed that the success, success of the original campaign would rub off on them. There are records of the phrase used in political speeches throughout the, the 1890s, usually in the form of warning potential voters not to jump on the opponent's bandwagon in haste. Because of the negative connotations associated with the phrase, many didn't admit to having a bandwagon of their own, despite it becoming common. Over time, the phrase stopped meaning the literal riding of a bandwagon, started to refer to jumping on anything that was popular. You don't. <laughs> I think that's about it. Jesus I think, I think if, you don't, if, if you don't know what it's about and where it came from by now... Oh, you just well, mate, sleep. That you, was longer you than might, the actual segment. You might want to join us on the couch. But... Would There's you? your answer. That's interesting.